Today's Chazar is Davav and Medeis. Starting from the bottom of Davav and Aleph, Hani Shleishim Yemai V'Detayi. The Gemara was saying that the Chiyuv B'Dika starts thirty days before Pesach. Now, if Kamina, let's say you're going on a trip and you're not planning on returning, that's the Maskana Sagamai. That's Rava. So, if you go on the trip before thirty days before Pesach and not planning on returning, you don't have a Chiyuv B'Dika because he didn't have a chiyav before if you're planning on returning so then you're going to be in the sky so Rabbi said. but if you're not planning on returning so you never get a chiyav b'dika but if it's within 30 days then you have a chiyav b'dika now there exam if you can take some place where you live to make that into storage and once you have the storage it's going to be like a mapeles and a rayo kemavur so if it's within 30 days if it's um, if it's if it's more than 30 days before Pesach, so then uh, it's fine. And then comes Pesach, it's already Mapailus on it. If it's within 30 days, so then you say you already have a chiv to be Mavar and Chametz. And if you have a chiv to Chametz, you, know, you have, to, have to actually do it. You can't just put on the debris and make it into Mavur, make a Mapailus into Mavur. Yeah? What do we get 30 days from? There's a lacha, they ask questions in Yadarish and Ilchus Pesach 30 days before Pesach. The Shail exactly what the lacha is. Because the Ran says that it doesn't mean you have to learn Ilchus Pesach. It means it's called the Indian. So if a Talmud asks about it, he's a Shail Kenyan, you have to answer. Otherwise, you could say that's not the topic we're learning. But others seem to link up Shutai, there's a lacha, Shail and Vidarshim. And the Shail is the Taka Chiv, and everybody who was at the Chiv on the Rav, they have to make a Shail Ilchus Pesach. 30 days before, right? Okay. It's two weeks before. My time the Tanakama. Why is the Tanakama say 30 days? What's the Makar? So the Raisa. Shem Raisha, Aimer of Pesach, Rishon, Amazal Pesach Sheni. The Makar is the laws of Pesach Sheni were taught 30 days before Pesach. Shem of Yasim, 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 It says that Kali Yasim did the Pesach in the right time, which is the 14th of Nisan. And they came in and asked Meshur Rabbeinu how come they can't do the Karim Pesach? And he taught them the laws of Pesach Sheni. So he was there in Pesach region, the 14th of Nisan. Told them about the laws of the 14th of year. So you see, 30 days is the time you have to learn Delchus Pesach. So Teiz asked the question. That was because he asked. Right? It's because they asked. They said, Mom and Nigarim. So Taisha says, they didn't ask about Pesach Shani, they asked about Pesach Rishon, right? Pesach Rishon, the answer was simple. The answer is no, you can't. Right? Why do you have to teach them the laws of Pesach Shani? Taisha says, it's already 30 days. So here we see the Makar that you have to teach the laws 30 days. Sitting where it says, Shimming on the Alamalach, and it's the Ayyub Mildur Pesach, anyway, teaching the laws of Pesach Rishon. Ma'asukul teaches you also the laws of Pesach Sheni, but there's no din mitzad Pesach Sheni to go 30 days before. The reason why he did it was because of the laws of Pesach Rishon. He had to teach Pesach Rishon, and that was less than 30 days, that was the same day. So that's why he taught the laws of Pesach Sheni. And right after Shem Gamil, Widow Shem Gamil had his din of two weeks, Shemesha Ayyid Beresh Chaydi, Shemazar Allah Pesach. So the first drash of the Gemara was the very first Pesach ever. Tzivus Mitzrayim, before they had, when Pesach was first, had a tzivui, when was that tzivui? So, Meshkaydish, two weeks before Pesach, right? 
And he said, speak to Klai Yisrael, tell the Vichlam Selevei Savis. So you see that you have to teach them on Rishchidosh, which is two weeks before. That's where you see the share of two weeks. So he said, I had the Rish Yachakai. Dilma Ba'arba Biyachah B'chamsha Biyachakai. How do you know it was Rishchidosh? Maybe it was the fourth day of the Chidosh, the fifth day of the Chidosh. So Kabshud, they learned the Gemara, because the Pasuk, Achidosh Azel Lechem Reish Kadashim, Rishinu Lechem Lechat Sheyashana, means this month to you should be the first month. Right? Even though it seems a little repetitive, if Reish Chadasha means the head of the months, so already he says the first months. What's the next one? Rishin Hulacham Lachat Sheyashana. Okay. Kabiristudinim, whatever. But there's no indication at all in the Psukim that anything is discussing Rish Chadish. Sometime in Chadish Nisan, because he said a Chadish is Elachem, Moshe Rabbeinu was told sometime before the tenth of the month, because he said Be'esel Chadish Azel, right? But uh, but we don't know exactly when. Maybe the fourth day, maybe the fifth day. The problem is, Tesis says that in other Gemaras, it's Mavur, that a Chaydish Azel Lechem Reish Kadash means Rish Chaydish. It means Rish Chaydish. That um, it says that it says in the, in the Gemara that in Shabbos, that how do you know they came to, to Midbar Sinai, they came to Har Sinai. On Rish Kaidish, because it says, What's Right? Interesting Pasuk. If a Chaydish Zalachem doesn't necessarily mean Rish Kaidish, so what's, uh, what's Bayayim Azeh? Right? Also, the Gemara says that Rish Kaidish is the Skasha Beria Salavana. Hashem showed him the Levan itself, Chaydish Azalachem. This is the Chaydish that you have to be Makadish the Chaydish from now on. You're in charge of Kiddush and Chaydish. And here's the, here's the moon. So you see, right? And we say, we say that he doesn't mean that all the Gemara's, we say that Chaydish Azalachem, that, um, that's Nimsalachem, that depends what Kai Saul does, which is the Gemara put it down from Mayaday. I'll call upon him, but that's the, Another Gemara that has to be Lachem has to be the Bezdin, Daimu Lachem, like my Shanarin. So, a lot of Sukkim, a lot of Gemara say, Chaydish Lachem means Rishchaydish. What's that in this Gemara? So, Taisa says, Chaydish Lachem was a bad Rishchaydish. But how do you know the Deba to Klai Yisrael was Rishchaydish? Right? And we'll see in the next Gemara, and it seems to the next Trash. Elam Rabbi Shimi, Mishmei de Ravina, Meacha, Vidabe Shamashim, Mishina Bashana, Shanis, Machaydish, Rishay. So it was the second year, it was the first month, it was in Nisan. And Nuxiv, he asked what he saw as a Pasamandi. So Mela he spoke to them on Rishkaidish Nisan, the second year, and he told them to the current Pesach. So you see that you start two weeks before. So it's the same question. Maybe it was the fourth day of the month, the fifth day of the month. Just like there, by they counted when you told them the thing in the very beginning of Midbar, it says, It says, It says, So, so too here also, it's, it means, 
So Tyson says, okay, that one also we know that Hashem talked to him on Rosh but if the problem then was, how do you know he told Klal Yisrael the same day? So why do have the same kashi here? So he says, interesting Teretz. He says, because and if you're making a Xavier Shava, there it's Mavur that the, he told Klal Yisrael the same day. Why? Because later on it says, again says, right? That they didn't count to them, or at least they started the count, so you see that they he told it over on Rishkaidish also. So he had the same Zirishava that he told over the Vyasavishosa Pasakumayadai on Rishkaidish. That shows you two weeks. Now they want to ask a question which doesn't seem related to the Gemara, right? It seems just a question in the Psukim. Now maybe some of Harshin would say why it's related to the Gemara. But it seems like it's just a question on the and the Pesukim Rashi says, Layash Maitzin Parach. Well, let's see the Parashis Parach. So I'm asking, since we mentioned these two Parashis, the Gzair Shava, right? So Parashis, we will start off, and then a few Parashis laid in Balaiska, it says, and then a few Parashis laid in Balaiska, right? So we're going backwards, right? First, we said something about an event that happened b'chaydesh hasheni, and then we mentioned an event that happened b'chaydesh avishin. So what's that? The next liberation of the chaydesh avishin and b'chaydesh hasheni. So Gemara says, "Amar Rav Nasha b'Dachlifish Meid." The Rav Zayis Emeris, "Ein muktam mukha b'tayra." That teaches you that "Ein muktam mukha b'tayra." There's no tayra doesn't have to follow a well l'chayra. That's what we spoke about yesterday. L'chayra. Pashas, it says, doesn't follow chronological order. Right? Doesn't have to follow the order of the events when they happened. The Torah records events. It could be saying a later event before early event, and it's Negea of the Pashas also, right? You know, the question is, did Yisrael come before Matantar, after Matantar, right? Even though the Pashas came before, right? The Torah is not necessarily telling you in chronological order, right? That's the. Yeah, Rikivegish tells two Rashis and Chumish. That we learn up the psukim that it happened in a, at a different time. I'd read the psukim, but I guess the Gemara didn't. You could learn the psukim there differently. You know, I think a lot of times Ramban doesn't like at all to say mukta mukhabatayr. Doesn't like it. Whenever Rashi interprets the psukim that way, has some interpretation. The Pasha at the end of Mishpatim of Nasiv and Ishma. And in the sense that definitely Chazal seemed to say it's before, but he usually usually tries to find in Chazal some support for his view, but you know, he doesn't. Uh, Why well, it's hard? I mean, this one, I don't think he tries to explain. I mean, it's like very, very clear. This one's Chayyish this one's Chayyish Mishin. So obviously, at least sometimes it has to be that way. But all right, maybe it's the only one that's Mamish Mukher. So you say like this. It's only when it's two different parashiyas. If it's one parasha, you could assume that the one before belongs before, and the one after belongs after. If you don't say that, I have a problem. One of the midrash atayin addresses them is, there's a klal, a general thing, and then a prat, it says specifically, like Eden Israel, Kesef, Akeel, Mishmar, you know, example. Tazi Eden Israel means anything. And Kesef, Akeelim, 
Right? This is a specific thing, right? Right? All the time you have a klal prat. Well, those things are klal prat. Uklal, prat. But a lot of times, the Torah says, "In Sata Kesev Achol Shetav and Avshachem, the Bakar would say, 'We ain't the Right? So, but the rule is, if you don't have all three, if you have a Klalu Prat, say, 'Ain't Bechal Mashiv Prat,' then the Prat is the one, right? Like the Chasov Ba'afar, the Gemara calls that a Klalu Prat. Cover it means with anything. Ba'afar means specifically Afar. Then you need Afar, right? Or something like it. But anyway, I mean, if you have Right? If I don't know if it's a klal or maybe it's a prat So, so you see that is man the mukta mukta man the mukha mukha, right? This is what we spoke a little bit yesterday, and I said, as I, if you'd ask me this question on the Gemara, it's an right? The Gemara just means to say. That doesn't have to follow the, the order that it happened, the chronological order, right? But there's a reason why the Torah wrote this first. Right? The order of the Torah was, was, was designed by Hashem, right? Hashem said exactly, and it's a specific order. If you write the Torah in a different order, it's a possible Sefer Torah, right? I'm saying it's, uh, you have to have it in the order the way the Torah said it. Right? So good. So it doesn't follow the order of the time of the events. Okay, there's another reason why there's an order. Means that any type of seder you might have, why the Torah would write this one first and that one second, it can't be medayik because that, is, that doesn't mean that there's no reason why this first and this is second, and lav dafka this is first and this is second. That doesn't mean that. There is smichas or whatever it is. Right? But the pshat is the idea of that I can medayik. This is first, this is second, and that's meaningful. No, that we don't know. Could be this is second, but that's in, in Chad and Yonah you could, in Train Yonah you can't. Sigmar says, Even in two parishes, you have a problem with Kalaprat. If you hold the Kalaprat that are Rachak one from the other, even if you say done in Mechal Prat, it's only when it's in one parasha, the Meruchik in the same parasha. But two parashas already are not done. Now, Taisa says we find the Indian of a Muk, the Muk even in the same parasha. Do you find it? But he says if you have a Joshua or a Tam, why you could say a Muk, the Muk in one parasha? So then, even in one parasha, you say a Muk, the Muk The Why just means that if you don't have any Joshua or Tam, then you're going to assume in, the, in one in, in, in the first in, in one parasha you're going to assume that it's uh, that it's Husayd. Okay. Amar Avidam Rav Abaydik Sarek Shiyavato. Avidam Rav says Abaydik Sarek Shiyavato. Someone who does Bedik has to also do Bittol. And the man in the beginning says there is no Mishnah Ubrash that way. He implies that the Mishnahis wouldn't always assume that there's Bittol. That's how he explains Rashi. At Baidik is occasionally have a Bayrabai Matsi, who wasn't necessarily any bittal. Right? Rivid and Rav said it. Probably it sounds to me like it was a later Takana. But anyway, so where's the Baitam? Why did he say a Baidik Sarakshvatulin if it's because of the Purim, which wouldn't be picked up by the Bidikam? Halay Khashivi, then Al Khashiv, said a Hafkir, then I use their uh 
tell me that since you guard your house and you watch everything that's in your house and this gets guarded together with that so it's kosher if you have the end of the te'inim as she says you're harvesting the figs and you find the figs that aren't ripe and they're not really going to get ripe and the reason why you're watching the field, you're not letting anyone in to take these tainim, is because the grapes in the field. You don't want to take the grapes. Safe man oven. If you have the end of the oven, and you're watching the field because of the melons or the gourds. So then, right? Rashi says that the fruits are called kishuim and diluim, and the plants are called makshayis and madlois. So. There, his manjual vice makmaliv. The balbais doesn't want anyone to take them. All right. So then, a sur mishum gazel. So no one's allowed to take them. The asi and I'll take them as gazel. And chayavim b'maiser and they'll be chayav b'maiser because they're not hefker. But bizman sheim balbais makmaliv. Balbais really doesn't care. He doesn't want to take them. So then, matar mishum gazel. Whoever wants to eat them could eat them. And turn them into meiser, and they're part of meiser. So you see, right? It's interesting. Have a minute. I didn't show what the have a minute was, but you see that the fact that you want, you're watching the house, and this mamela getting guarded. If you don't care about this itself, it's hefker. So it wouldn't be a problem of valiro. It wouldn't be a problem of chavitz. So why do you have to be mavato? So Gemara says, Amar Rav Gzeir Sheimunsa Gluski Yafa Vedait Deolafi. Maybe you'll find the Gluski Yafa, and you'll have um, you'll have dasa. Right, in the regular share we'll we'll speak about that.